0: Welcome to Headshots, the psychology and gaming podcast on the Geek Therapy Network. My name is Josue Cardona. I am all alone today because I am just going to provide a quick update. We haven't updated the feed in a while. We haven't posted an episode. That's because I don't think I've talked about this on the show before, but I moved to Puerto Rico a few months ago, and that was just a bit before Hurricane Maria. You've probably seen Hurricane Maria uh, on the news and how it hit Puerto Rico and how Puerto Rico has been without electricity and it 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 sucked and uh, I haven't been able to communicate with um, my 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 wonderful co-host or any of my uh, other collaborators on the show so I haven't been able to to post an episode but I figured I would step in make sure that I, I update the feed um, give some updates and kind of you know tell you what it's been like to game in a situation like this even if it's just for a couple of minutes. So it's been over 50 days since Hurricane Maria hit Puerto Rico. That was on September 20th. And before that, and I think a lot of people don't remember this already, there was another hurricane that hit Puerto Rico, and we didn't have electricity for days. So I didn't have electricity for, I believe, four days, and I was one of the lucky ones after Irma. And right before Maria hit, it was gonna be a much, much worse storm. So I, I I wanted to be prepared. And uh what I did was I made sure that I had my battery pack ready so I could recharge my switch at any moment. And right before the electricity went out, I thought, man, I could really use a new game. <laughs> so I ended up I ended up buying Mario plus Rabbits and oh man, that was so good. And for the first week or so which again, uh it was a long time without electricity. I, I played Mario Plus Rabbids a lot. I really, really liked it. I still had Zelda, I still had some um shrines to, to take care of. And that game that, that game was a lot of fun because it was Mario Plus Rabbids is a is a thinking game it makes you think a lot. And it it's it's kind of like a puzzle game. People compare it to XCOM a lot, but you know, there's this intricate puzzle and there were so many cool moments. I wish I, I had people to talk to about um some of the stuff that, that happened in that game. And it was fantastic. But after about a week of uh, being just... Man, just, uh, it was, it was, it was a tough first week. Um, and then just having that one new game to play, I, I really wanted to play another. I think it may have been a week later. I'm not sure, exactly sure on the dates, but I was listening to some podcasts about some new games that had come out. And so I really wanted to try to find a Wi-Fi hotspot somewhere so I could download some new games. And that is when, um, I think it was the cable company who had just set up a Wi-Fi hotspot. It doesn't matter. It, it was a mess, but I got there and I was able to, to go online. I was so happy. And then I, I immediately connected my Switch online and I bought a few games. So I ended up buying Steam World Dig 2, which is a lot of fun. I got Golf Story, which is very good. I got Picross S. Picross, I really like the old Picross games on 3DS. And uh, that was a lot of fun. And then I got Stardew Valley, which I, I had on Steam, which I bought a while back. And I I never played it, and I'd been wanting to play it, and I thought, you know what this might be the perfect switch game. I thought, man, four games that none of them are full price games; they were all between ten and fifteen dollars. I think Steamworld Dig was twenty, but I thought, you know what i don 't know how much longer we're not going to have electricity. Let me do this i don't think i'll regret it, and oh man, do I not regret it? I've put in I think fifty or sixty hours into Stardew Valley. It is a lot of fun. I just got married I'm into year three it's it's a uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> And even though now I had all these games to, to play with, it was, it was funny because I started missing my 3DS and my Vita, which I, I traded in earlier this year. And I, I don't like to trade in systems, but I figured, I'm a, am I really going to play with my 3DS or my Vita ever again? And I absolutely would have because I had so many good games on my Vita, so many good games on my 3DS. And I still have some of my 3DS games on carts. And I would have loved to, to have them, especially because they're portable. I could have recharged them even though I didn't have electricity. I could have used a generator, charged them up, and then play. And it's funny because uh, I just saw an article on Kotaku. The title was, In Post-Hurricane Puerto Rico, This Used Game Store is a Welcome Escape. And the article, they talk about how people were coming in to buy chargers and how people are charging their consoles there during the day so they could play at night. That's exactly what my experience was like. I I made sure that whenever I had access to a generator, which my house doesn't actually have one, we, we relied on a neighbor's and I made sure to charge up my Switch every single day. And if I had my Vita and my 3DS, I would have also used them a lot because again, there's no, there's, there's been no internet. There's still no internet 50 days later. And when this episode gets published, it's because I was able to get reception on my cell phone to upload it. So there is that. But it's so limited that I can't play multiplayer games. For example, I I was playing Destiny almost right up until the power went out because I knew it was going to go out. I I was playing Destiny and I haven't been able to play with, with my friends at all. So I had to rely on being able to download games or have physical copies of games. So if you have a Switch and you're paying attention to the timeline here, during this time when I have no electricity, Super Mario Odyssey came out. And and I was freaking out a little because I really I really wanted to play Odyssey, but I, I had no idea how I was gonna be able to do it. So it actually took me I believe almost 12 hours to to download it. I was able to start up a hotspot around 1 a.m. and then I turned off all auto lock and sleep functions. I hooked up the cell phone to a battery pack. And then I, then I had the Switch also hooked up to a battery pack. And then I made sure to, you know, I, I made sure that they turned on, stayed on, didn't auto lock or anything. And then I was able to, to download it. And it took, yeah, it took about 12 hours. Luckily, man, I am so happy that, that all of these Nintendo games on Switch are so small. I mean, it's five gigabytes, which is pretty big, but I was able to download it. And, but I, I can't imagine um, a bigger game on, a, on another console. I would have been able to do it. Even Zelda is like 13 gigs, so it would have taken a full day to download it with those kind of speeds. But I was able to do it. I was able to pre-purchase it, pre-load it. And I started the process a few days earlier. I figured it might even take me a few days to download. And I got to say, the Nintendo Switch being able to start a download file and then, uh, you know, continue, it'll stop and then it'll continue later. That's been, that's been so good. That was so good (laughs) because so many times my my connection would would fall and then I'd have to pick it back up again. But again, total, it was about 12 hours to, to download the game. And that's been, oh man, that was so good. Again, it's just... With everything going on, or the lack of things going on, you know, gaming has been such. I mean, it, it is always my go-to, or one of my go-to activities. It it's something I enjoy. It's something that it makes me think, and and I. It's it's weird, but one of my biggest worries at some points were, man, how am I going to play Super Mario Odyssey? And uh, luckily, I was I was able to figure it out. I was able to do it, and I really really want to talk to people about it. Hopefully. Hopefully there'll be an episode in the future. Um, there've been a lot of things during during these past uh, fifty plus days that have that have really made me think a lot about gaming and and what it means to me and how it brings people together. For example, my mom has been playing uh, mobile games a lot for for a couple of years now, and she loves it. And one of the things that by living in Puerto Rico, I'm, I'm close to my mom now. And I've spent this entire time with her. We've been, we've been able to play games together. And, you know, uh, here on Headshots, Kelly and I did a whole episode on Disney Emoji Blitz. And my mom had just started. And it's so funny because she loves the game so much that she, she's actually, I mean, she beats me every single week now. And, uh, it's, it's pretty funny. Last week she even said, um, she called me her sidekick. She used to call me her teacher. Now she called me her, her sidekick, kind of implying that, like, She'd learned everything she, she needed to know. And now, now I could learn a few things. <laughs> and it's been so great to just play a game with my mom. Uh, we've been playing a few other games together and, and it's just been, it's just been so great to, to kind of bring us together. And, you know, she's in her sixties and, and I don't know, it, it means a lot to me to be able to, to do things like that again. Also, something I've observed is that she, she likes microtransactions and it's made me think a lot about microtransactions and loot boxes. So, We'll probably do an episode on that in the future. And a few other things. I have a few ideas for episodes I'd like to do. And and it sucks so much that we we haven't been able to publish any episodes over the last, you know, two months, really. And so uh, I am still in Puerto Rico, but I'm going to be leaving in a few days to go to Philadelphia. There is a PAX event called PAX Unplugged. And while PAX events are usually video game focused, this is their first tabletop gaming focused one. We have another gaming podcast on the network called Rolling for Change, which is hosted by Woody Harris, Brian Peace, and me. And the three of us will be on a panel at PAX on Sunday at 10 a.m. I'll put uh, information in the show notes. But uh, that whole show's premise is on games being transformative experiences. So we're asking the question, uh, how do games transform us? I, I think it'll be a lot of fun. If you're there, please check it out. I'll try to record it because now I want to record everything. But I don't know what our recording schedule is going to be like. I have a few uh, episodes lined up that I want to record. I haven't recorded them yet, but hopefully we'll knock out one or two before the end of December, and hopefully we'll get back to a regular schedule in January. So that's it. I just wanted to post a quick update, make sure the feed is still alive. Kind of, you know, share some thoughts on on what gaming has been to me during this time. Um, I can go into more detail in the future if that's something that you're interested in. Or if you have any questions about what this has been like or what other games I played or things like that, just let me know. Contact us at, at headshotspodcast.com. I'll put links to the PAX event in the show notes. I'll also put a link to that Kotaku article about that game store in Puerto Rico because I think I think it's 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 very representative of what my experience has been like. And I know a lot of people here... I mean, it's it's been it's been a tough couple months and games have definitely helped me get through it. And I think it's a cool article. So I'll post those in the show notes and hopefully we will be back with new episodes very, very soon. All right. Thanks for listening. You've just listened to Headshots on the Geek Therapy Podcast Network. For more about Geek Therapy and our other podcasts, visit geektherapy.com.